Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny B. Today, I'm interviewing authors for the Writers Unleashed Sutherland Shire Writers Festival. It's such a privilege to be podcasting for this wonderful festival and a huge shout out to our organiser extraordinaire, Danuka McKenzie. Today, I'm really excited to welcome Patty Miller. Patty is the author of nine books, including Australia's best-selling life writing texts, Writing Your Life, the memoir book, and Writing True Stories, as well as a novel, child, and five memoir narrative non-fiction books, The Last One Who Remembers, Whatever the Gods Do, the critically acclaimed The Mind of a Thief, long and shortlisted for a number of prizes, winner of the 2013 New South Wales Premier's Prize for History, Ransacking Paris, and The Joy of High Places, and her latest book, True Friends, will be release next year that is some bio patty very impressive <laughs> and you didn't even take a breath i don't think <laughs> i didn't i didn't i've got about 20 minutes with each author so i'm trying to squeeze as much information as i possibly can now obviously we've had to pivot we're not face to face which is you know devastating for a social person like myself yes. but i'm getting the vibe today with 11 back-to-back interviews i'm pretending i'm there what do you love about a writer's festival patty Well, I think the thing that I love about it is actually meeting the other people, other writers and and readers. So that's the kind of thing that's missing from online, you know, is is that kind of chat um, before and after when you're doing an interview and and, uh, hanging around, having a coffee and bumping into people that you haven't seen for a couple of years, maybe at the last Writers' Festival that you're at. So I, I think I like that kind of social engagement with Um, with other writers and readers that's the best it is the like-minded people isn't it and you get together and you talk about what you've been doing and what you've been reading and it's just and the talks you've been listening to it's 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 something very special isn't it yes yes and and often for me because I teach writing classes I I bump into former students So that's a, a kind of extra um, buzz yeah, for me. That's lovely. Yeah, and and, I, and the readers as well, I think, is really special, you know, bumping yes. into people who have liked your work or you want to talk about your work as a reader. Yes. I think that's really yes. special. Yes. So tell us about The Joy of High Places. Can you give us a bit of an elevator pitch as to what this one's about? Okay. It's a tricky one to do an elevator pitch, but it's 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 about walking, I guess, is the, is the quickest way to say it. Um, it came out of my own... Um, long distance walking and and I mean hundreds of kilometers of Mm -hmm. long distance walking but uh, also that my brother who one of my brothers I had five um, who um, flies a paraglider flies and fell out of the sky and broke his spine in four places Wow! and they thought he would die at first and and then um, that he wouldn't ever walk again Um, but he um, they didn't know my brother he's very determined and very focused and um, so it's about him walking again as well so it's it's kind of bringing together two kinds of of walking you know that kind of expansive walking over hundreds of kilometers and his kind of painful step by step by step sliding across the floor to to be able to walk again and that kind of expanded into the whole notion of walking and what it does that human beings actually developed as human beings when we stood up and started walking you know that's what looks looks at the kind of walking brain development mm. the whole kind of evolution of human beings comes from wow it. that's incredible so you've covered personal journeys of yourself and your brother and then you've covered you know evolution and i'm assuming in that would be sort yes. of the perseverance to survive and to push through challenges as well 
Yes, and, and to be able to see, yes, and perseverance and, and, and being able to um, see the world close at hand in kind of evolutionary terms. Um, mm. You know, the, in, in Australia, there's, there's the um, Mungo footprints um, and in, in Western New South Wales. And I just, I find it so moving, you know, that human beings were walking across the landscape. You can see where they stopped. Yeah. And the Indigenous people looking at the footprints can see where somebody picked the child up and put them on their hip you know and kept on walking and and then way back in in um Leotoli footprints which I think are about maybe half a million don't quote me um years old um and it was it's the actual it, in in Africa and it's the first the first evidence of some kind of um uh uh, kind of ancestor of human beings standing upright and walking and I find that wow. incredibly moving I'd love to go and see them mm. look at those first. it's fascinating isn't it because you think human beings obviously we've changed over time and our environments change but at the very core we are the same in a way we're picking up our children when they yes. need us to exactly. pick them up we're walking exactly. we're traveling we're we're trying yes. to access food or whatever we're we're moving that's what, yes that's exactly what I find so moving is in yeah. the Laotoli ones in I think it's Tanzania I think um, they they stop at a certain point and 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 if they feet move to the left, I think it is, and they're looking over to to something else. And I was thinking, what were they looking at? They were considering, mm. should I go that way? No, I'll go this way. And that's you know like uh, you know hundreds of thousands of years later for me as well. You know, so there's that kind of fundamental connection to who we are as human beings. But after we started walking, our brains grew. So um, interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. I, I, and I take that very personally as well. Like I feel like I'm keeping my, my brain alive by by walking. You know, so it's it's become a really central part of my practice. I love that. I, I what I really loved what you said before about your brother. You know, they thought it was going to go very bad for him, and I love what you said. But they didn't know my brother, mm -hmm. and so I think that kind of human spirit is what you're also touching on in that yes, as well. Yes, yes, but it's also that he was a very different person. Um, from from me, he was he was very methodical and organised, and we didn't really have a lot in common. He thought I was a bit kind of messy and all over the place, and 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 a bit impressionistic, <laughs> and he's more like the photorealist kind of thing. Very <laughs> but that's what you needed to learn to walk in. I actually realised this was a really interesting thing for me that I realised that. Um, his freedom or the freedom to walk and the freedom to fly as well actually only could come out of great discipline and that really impressed me you know because you know it was his discipline about all of the techni technical kind of side of flying but also of walking itself when he had to teach himself to walk again and I thought it's because of that part of his character which had irritated me that um, he was able to be to free to free himself. So it's it's kind of you know um, it was an interesting lesson for me, and I got to know my brother, and and um, you know we grew up together, obviously, but you know now I feel like I have a real connection with him. So it was kind of writing the book was a real kind of um, emotional journey as well. Oh, I love that so much, and as well as appreciating people's differences, and like you said, we don't always do that because we sort of tend to gravitate towards the people who get us, you know. Yes. But this really gave you the opportunity to understand someone different to you and appreciate that, you know, that's that's special too, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, and that, and that was that was kind of wonderful for me. We'd kind of dismissed each other in a way, I think. Wow. You know? yeah. And it was very difficult, like writing, because I thought he's going to be hurt and offended when he knows what I really thought of him, you know, before. And and uh, I was so nervous when I sent him the manuscript. So nervous, uh, even though we'd been going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards with emails and talks and all that sort of thing. But then he wrote me this beautiful email. He's saying. 
I know what people have thought of me, he said. And, and he said, I know I've operated, this is in emotional relationships, I've operated on a need-to-know basis. I thought it's like he's some sort of spy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> that self-reflection is really important too because in some ways, yes, we can change and evolve, but in some ways we are who we are. Yes, you know, yes, And I think... I think leaning into both of those things of being a better person and trying to evolve to be a, the best person you can is important, but also just leaning into and accepting who you are. Like if yes. you're that messy person, be that messy person. Yes, if you're that yes, yes. methodical person, be that person. Exactly. You know? And if you're reserved, that's the way you are. You know, you're not, you're not going to be the life of the party. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. We don't need everyone to be the life of the party. <laughs> yeah, absolutely okay. So, so it was a lot about those, you know, those kinds oh, of things too. So I love that. It was, it, was, so it was a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it was I enjoyable for me. I mean, the writing process was very difficult because it was mm -hmm. to get those two kinds of walking working together because his yeah. was inherently much more dramatic than mine. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it was kind of life threatening, life changing, whereas mine was kind of literally a lot, you know, slower across huge landscapes. You know, because I walk mainly in, in Europe across you know vast landscapes. But and, in saying that, that takes. Yeah, that, that takes a lot of discipline, though, on your part, a lot of discipline and, and training and mind over matter, because I imagine at some points in your journeys you didn't want to continue, would I be No, right? no, it's very, yes, it's very difficult, you know, physically, but also for me it's it's difficult to slow down um, mentally as well. So mm -hmm. it, was, it was very hard to, to do that. But in the writing of it, it also uh, how to kind of put together his kind of dramatic and emotional story with my quieter, slower story. So it, structurally, it was kind of um, quite interesting and difficult to get them to, to work together and, and finding out what the connections between the two kinds of walking were, I guess, was, was what the journey was. That's amazing. Now, you said your brother pushed through his challenges through being methodical and disciplined. How did you push through yours being such a different person? You mean um, walking? Yeah. Um, I think I, I also have a streak of determination. Um, I, I'm kind of a bit of a terrier <laughs> in, the, in that I will stick at things and I'll I get them that. done. Um, I, uh, you know, can be when you're sort of struggling up some mountain or, you know, which, which we I often have, it's, it can be very difficult and, and, and uh, physically difficult. And if you haven't got enough water, it can be... Mm. Quite, quite frightening at, at times but I think you know I can be a very kind of dogged and determined kind of person so I keep on going I do admit to a very 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 small amount of cheating <laughs> please tell us about this <laughs> I did write I did write an article about I think it was in the Herald or maybe not, I can't remember where it was published but I had a look at it again this week because I was talking about travel writing to my students and um well, one of them, you know, it was when I was first walking and I didn't have the right kind of boots and, and everything and I got extremely sore feet. And, and if you haven't had really sore feet, you don't know. You know, it's just terrible. And we got to what I, where I thought there was going to be the the, jeep, the place to stay for the night and the people said, no, 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 Stephanie, it's, it's closed now. And I just... I just couldn't handle it. I couldn't go another step, you know. And on a tree, there was a, unbelievably in the forest, the phone number of a taxi. So I'm not the only one. <laughs> so my, my partner rang the taxi. And it was, it was only six kilometres, but I felt extraordinarily guilty. But I just couldn't. 
I just couldn't keep on going. It was it was too it was too painful um, mm, for me. I think you can be forgiven for that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I do I do suffer from guilt. My, my partner doesn't. You know, <laughs> yeah, different people again. <laughs> now tell me, what do you think? Um, why do you think people read memoirs, and why do they connect with people reading about other people's real, true stories? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I I think it's that um, is that really when it comes down to it, it's kind of a, a communion, you know, um, like a way of being um, connecting to to other people, to know that other people have also experienced being here in um, similar ways or different ways um, to the way that you have, so that you you mm. don't feel alone. I, and I I also think that it's it's about um, it's about survival as well, that we know um, that whatever dreadful things this person ex- has experienced or whatever they've gone through, um, they have survived because they've written a book. You know? mm-hmm. So I, I think it, it, it's one of those fundamental things that say they must be okay now. The, and I think it really encourages people through difficulties of their own as well, you know, that, that somebody else has survived it. But I also think, you know, we just enjoy um, knowing what, and for me certainly, um, I really love knowing what it's like for other people to be here. It helps me kind of expand my experience of being here in the world. I want to know, I really want to know what it's like for other people to be in the world. You know, I know that I experience it in a certain way, um, but other people experience it very differently. So I'm, I guess I'm kind of, hung, for me as a reader, I'm hungry to know what it's like for other people to be here. What's, I love what that. Like? And that's why so art is so powerful and important. I mean, you said three things that are so important about, you know, art and, and leaning into art, and that's not feeling like you're alone, which mm. you know is for all of us, I think, a great fear, mm. and um, experiencing other people's stories and knowing that you can survive challenges and hardship. like. That yes. is powerful yes. stuff, isn't it? It? It, it, is, it is powerful stuff. And I think it's very, very nourishing as well, mm. you know. And, and I think, you know, I sometimes feel like I kind of eat other people's stories, you know, <laughs> that, they are, that I am kind of made because I've spent my life yeah. listening to and working with other people on their stories. So I, in, in a sense, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of um, devouring their stories and I'm, I'm made of other people's stories now. Oh, and, I like that, made of other people's stories. I think I that's am. true. And when you read so much as I do, and I'm sure you do as well, I think that is is perfect. It's a perfect example of you're made of other people's stories and that helps you not feel alone. It helps you survive and it helps you know um, other people's experiences, which is empathy, you know? Yes, yes. And, and that's why I think it's important, like memoir is important as well, you know, in that regard, because uh, it's, it is um, it is somebody's actual experience yeah. so that you can feel that kind of um, they also have felt this thing. Mm, you know, it's, it's not this. some fictional character who might have felt this thing. Amazing. It, it, yeah, it is It is an actual person. I mean, that's the contract between the reader and the writer, mm, isn't it? You know, I love that part. a lot. You know, experienced it. I've loved this conversation so much, Patty. I think I could speak to you for another hour. So we'll have to <laughs> have to come back to this conversation, I think, at another time. But I, mean, I could talk all day, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just find it fascinating what you've had to say. Um, but a question I do ask all my guests when they come on, and it is gonna be our last question, unfortunately, but why do you write? Oh gee, that's a hard one. I I, I think I, I um I write um I think I write to live. I can't imagine being um, 
I, I wouldn't, I, maybe it's to make sense or to give meaning or yeah, give meaning or purpose to my life. I mean, I, I think in many ways I've had, you know, um, good experiences in my life, family and all that kind of stuff. But I don't, for me, you know, family and children are not enough to give meaning um, to my life. I think, I think maybe writing gives me meaning and purpose. I'm not a religious person, mm-hmm. even though I was brought up in a religion. Um, you know, I am a strongly family person, but but that that feeds my emotions, but it doesn't give me meaning. I think so. I mm-hmm. think I think that's what it's about. Mm. It's um, it helps me feel like perhaps my life might be worthwhile. Mm, that's a beautiful answer and a beautiful way to end. It's been an absolute joy to speak to you, Patty. Like I said, I think we could talk all day. So when maybe in real life comes back to us, we'll have to lock in a time <laughs> where, we, where we do that. <laughs> yeah, that was lovely. Thank you so much, Danny. It was really nice. Thank you so much and um, have a great rest of the day. And it was an absolute delight speaking to you about um, your experiences. Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. We'd love to engage with you on social media. You can find the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Danny V Books, Words and Nerds podcast. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay safe and read more books.